Hi, I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million. And this is Roboism, a show about robots, isms, and tech, but mostly robots, on Relay FM. Yay, and this is our first show. I'm so, so excited. For people who don't know who we are, I am the senior producer at Cards Against Humanity, which means that I play with our cameras and studio stuff, and I untangle a lot of cords. And I'm a product designer at a very small nonprofit called Iridescent, where I make interfaces for educational web apps for kids and teens across the world. So we started this show because we really, really like robots. And basically our friendship started because we wanted to talk about robots, but I was too shy to actually say I wanted to be your friend. Uh, Now we have a show. Yeah, uh, we just started recording our conversations basically from day one, and uh, here here we go. But now we realize that we actually know a lot about robotics, more, more than the average person. We really like talking about robots, which is why we started recording ourselves having conversations about robots. So sometimes this is met with criticism from people on the internet about our authority on being able to talk about robots because neither of us are roboticists or uh, robotics engineers or anything like that. Um, But Alex and I have a lot of enthusiasm for robots, and that's, uh, I think, the heart of this podcast. Yeah, we want to learn. And we've made a lot of friends who are amazing women and diverse people in the space of engineering and science and and just code for, like, like, say, Savannah. Who are building amazing things, and we hope to, to share all of our conversations with you. Yeah, and we're hoping um, now that we're on, we have a little bit more resources, and we're getting a little bit bigger of an audience. We're hoping to bring um, some even more awesome people on that we can talk to and learn from uh, as the show goes on. So, Savannah, why do you like robots? It's a good question. I like robots because I am very lazy and I like it when uh, I can automate something and not have to do it, especially if it's something that I don't really want to do. And I think that's the basis of robots. And of course, they're getting a lot more complicated than that. But um, yeah, that, you know, initially that. (laughs) What about you, Alex? Why do you like robots? I first want to applaud the fact that your passion comes from laziness. because all of my passions (laughs) from laziness. (laughs) I I mean, honestly, I liked robots because I was introduced to them via like an Android type of thing where where I I got a lot of robot toys because I had brothers. Um, And actually, I'm kind of fortunate that I had them because normally like girls didn't get robot toys back in the 90s, the the good old days when. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And my favorite toy as a as a kid was. Uh, this robot called 2XL, it wasn't actually a robot. It was a tape player that looked like a robot, and you could push different buttons, and it would tell you stories, and you could interact with it based on, like, selecting which side of the tape you wanted to use. It was really cool. 2XL. Yeah, 2XL. I loved 2XL, too. Mm-hmm. And I guess as I grew up, um, I started to, to like understand the importance of not just robotics, but artificial intelligence and the difference. And uh, and here we are. Here we are. You can't see me, but I was nodding encouragingly. <laughs> can you tell me what Elon Musk has been up to lately? Oh, can I ever? My goodness. <laughs> so Elon Musk, I like to think of him as my problematic boyfriend um, <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, it, 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 he, he's this amazing, if, if you, 
Oh, okay, I'm gonna start. Okay, over. You need to mm. tell us who Elon Musk <sighs> is for the. I'm, I'm so flustered. The lay I, I, people who I, don't I'm just, keep up. I'm just so excited. Um, oh God, he's done so much too. Uh, but but what I am most excited about is that his new company is called Neuralink, and I think we're gonna talk a lot more about that on another show. But it the idea is it's going to hopefully make humans into cyborgs because he believes that humanity is going to fall behind if we are not cyborgs. In fact, he he is kind of terrified of AI. Like in, in his um, biography, in the introduction, he talks about how uh, even though he's friends with the people who run Google, he wants them to like unplug all of their <laughs> all, all of the, the the AIs that they're running because um, he thinks that they're going to th- just destroy us all. Which I mean is is a fair who knows? assumption. Hmm. Yeah, we we'll, guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. But most recently, uh, we are recording this on. Uh, May 9th, and last week he started, introduced something called The Boring Company, which is basically a public transportation system for cars. So the idea huh. is your Tesla drives up it and then to a, to a little platform, and then it is taken underground to a, to a series of speedy underground tunnels. Wow. Did you know about this? No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put the link to the TED Talk in the show notes. But yeah, it sure is a thing that some people are mad about and other people are excited about. Well, everything is something that somebody's mad about and somebody is excited about. Fair so, point. But like this podcast. I'm <laughs> is this is this how you could like ship a Tesla car to somebody on the other side of the world super fast? Is that the goal? No, 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 no. It's it's basically roads underground, and he believes that. Traffic... Oh, would you put a human in the Tesla car and then put it underground? Yeah, the the human is in the Tesla. The human drives up to a platform. The platform goes underground, and then it will just be like a um, almost like a monorail speedway at I think like two hundred and fifty kilometers. He said so. Do 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 the math. Um, no. And... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you don't have to that's that's right fast fast got it <laughs> it is so it will approximately be fast um <laughs> and and the idea is like the idea that you know traffic is going to be a huge problem in the future and yeah. and instead of is. yeah <laughs> instead of uh and, and people are upset because you know instead of investing in public infrastructure he's investing in a series of tunnels t- that will move his a cars series along. of tubes yeah and he's calling it the boring company the boring company is just a series of tubes yes um wow okay i guess i could get behind that because if i never see a car ever again i'll be a happy girl <laughs> well yeah and the, and the thing i'm trying to like sort of wrap my head around is also like okay yes it it, it sucks that elon musk isn't like okay let's just make amazing trains but but eventually like we forget that buses are a thing and buses are going to be uh are are going to eventually have batteries in them and they're going to use the speedy tunnels and who better to build the speedy tunnels than a very eccentric billionaire who somehow made one of the most successful well i okay you're going to argue with me internet (laughs) but i would i would say uh one of the most successful car companies since the 1920s yeah, I mean, well, I guess, American car companies. Sorry. I guess my answer to that would be that I want a bunch of like city infrastructure experts mm-hmm. to weigh in 
which I'm not, but um, I don't know, whatever. I have this like dream of living in a city that's like bike and pedestrian only and like cars aren't allowed in uh, and, uh, you know, there's just like plants and gardens everywhere and uh, and no cars. Did I mention that you couldn't see any cars in it? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, you you might be a good person to go to go to Mars because there's 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 only gonna <laughs> wow, be Wow, <laughs> you're trying to get rid of me? We're on episode one. <laughs> Alex can I tell you about my favorite robot from twenty seventeen so yes. far? We're not we're not super far into twenty seventeen quite yet. Yes, please do. Um okay. Have you heard of the Juicero? vaguely okay so this is by the time this episode announces this will have been old news but um it's still it's about as fresh as a bag of juice right now haha ha, i'm gonna stop <laughs> trying to make jokes because <laughs> it's not going so well um at any rate no this story broke like oh, a couple weeks ago um and basically it's just like a beautiful metaphor for silicon valley um this start the show or the, the real the real, real thing. live okay okay yeah um and we'll put some links in the show notes to some of the better articles about it but uh essentially um there's a, a silicon valley startup that made this very complicated machine with a lot of patented technology called the juicero that they were selling to people for four hundred dollars i think um that all it really does is squeeze a bag of Juicero brand juice into a cup. Um, and it blew up whenever journalists discovered that you could squeeze the bag of juice with your hands faster <laughs> than the Juicero bot itself. Um, which is just a I'm beautiful... I'm going this mic. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, so my favorite article about it was on Deadspin. Um, and this guy just talking about how um, how much of a beautiful disaster it is. Uh, and and yeah, I think everybody, um, I don't know, probably doesn't need a four hundred dollar robot in their house that squeezes juice out of a bag. But I I also think this is the beginning of um, use like robot appliances that will go awry. Um, this we're at the the early stages. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and it seems it well one it is beautiful. Two, it looks like a very expensive smoosh. Machine? I don't yes, know how that is. To, it's a smoosh bot. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it is a beautiful smoosh bot. But it only smooshes one very specific thing, and it is a Juicero brand bag of juice. It doesn't smoosh anything else. So is there a business model to sell the juice or the little smooshy bot? It was both. Um, so they would only sell the juice to the smoosh bot owners, <laughs> which really limits... Uh, your market but I think you know they were intending to sell this thing to like rich people obviously I don't know what uh your your money situation is if you are down with buying a $400 smoosh bot um that is limits you to one brand of juice forever <laughs> oh all right I I, I need to draw a try this juice so if there are any <laughs> listeners out there who can get us a smoosh bag of juice I will happily re- reimburse you and pay for shipping and handling I just want to know I want to smoosh out the smoosh juice and see if I am we can more capable than a robot do a live video of you drinking the smoosh juice oh yes we will will, will you drink the smoosh juice I with will me? not I will hold the camera <laughs> I will laugh at you. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Do you want to hear about my favorite? I I have two favorite robots two. from 2017. Of course you do. Um, um, yeah, hit me. The first one is the Ooptech Lynx, which is this little android that's been around for a while in a different iteration, but this one is going to have the, uh, mm, what should we call it? The friend in a tube operating system that's made by Amazon. <laughs> you may be familiar with it uh, because it lives in, in a cylinder in your kitchen, perhaps. <laughs> but um, you'll be able to say, cylinder friend, please help me do yoga. And this links robot will will help you do do yoga and give you little poses or or help with homework and it's just a more robust version of the tube software and i'm really excited about it and it's not going to be that expensive they haven't released okay it's not going to be expensive in relative terms of like you know a futuristic little android that walks around your home it'll probably be the price of a juicero (laughs) i mean people are paying that much for the robot vacuums so uh some people have that Mm, in their budget so my second favorite device uh or my my second favorite robot of 2017 many will argue that this is not a robot but rather uh part of the internet of things yeah you could say the same about the juicero probably (laughs) true (laughs) fair fair uh but but this is smaltz have, have you heard of Smaltz? I'm glad you brought up Smaltz. <laughs> I've only heard of it briefly, but I think it's right in line with Juicero. Only mm-hmm, it hasn't mm-hmm. it hasn't caught on fire yet. I don't know. Um, please tell please tell me more about Smaltz. So I'm at their website right now, and Smaltz is uh, smart home meets smart dining. It's the world's first centerpiece designed exclusively for your indoor slash outdoor dining area, mm. and it's coming soon on Indiegogo. So we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but this is a salt shaker that just connects to Bluetooth. <laughs> okay, wait. So that so it's smart salt. Uh, it's smart. It's, it's smart. Is smart salts. Man, uh, what else can you put a smut in front of? Yeah. Well, well. Let me tell add you. Wi-Fi. <laughs> let, let me tell you some of the the features, Savannah. Please. You can turn up the volume, pair your phone, and let the entertainment begin. From jazz to Johnny Cash. <laughs> I, excuse me, pair my phone or my smphone? <laughs> my phone is very smart. So from now on, it is a smphone. You can also light up the room, uh, make any moment more memorable with a color-changing mood light. From an anniversary dinner to a party with friends, create the mm. ambiance that's right for the night. <laughs> mm. Also, and this is my favorite, everything tastes better with a little bit of salt. Surprise your guests and their palates with fun, interactive ways to shake salt and bring out the flavor. <laughs> How does adding Wi-Fi to a salt shaker make it more interactive? than a non-Wi-Fi connected salt shaker. Well, well, and here's the kicker. I'm not sure if it actually connects to Wi-Fi, so I may have been incorrect in assuming it was part of the Internet of Things. Uh, I think it just connects to Bluetooth via your phone. I mean, uh, wow, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, although, I do like the adding the S and the M to salt. Salt, salt, I approve of that decision in particular. (laughs) Um, So Amazon announced a new device today? Yes. Today. um, uh, To accompany or perhaps replace the cylinder 
that you might have purchased from them um, that has a screen. Oh, well, you well, it's called the Echo Show. Yes. So, which is not the Echo Look, which was released last week, I believe, that takes pictures of you from your closet and assesses your wardrobe. <laughs> Just like Clueless. I'm sure everyone else has had that same hot take. But, um, um, no, I read a statement from Amazon where you could auto drop in on your like family members and they have 10 seconds to like kick you out as opposed to like, let me answer the phone. It's like, I'm already in your house, which sounds bad, but they were like... I don't like we don't expect a lot of people to use this. We expect like you would use it for your pets or your elderly family members. And so I was wondering if it they had an example of that with an elderly family member. In yeah, the I'm video. sure that's not going to go wrong in any way yeah, shape or never, form. <laughs> mm. That that'll never make headlines it'll, by being used. It'll be fine. Yeah. So mm. we we both have Amazon tube friends. Do you do, do you use yours often? I do. Um I really like it. And actually, my, my initial thought with the Echo Show um, was that it seems almost disappointing because, like, everything has a screen, and this was the, the thing that didn't have a screen, and so it's, like, a step back. Um, mm-hmm. But then I was thinking about it a little bit more, and, um, like, so one one thing that I ask my uh, Echo all the time is, what's the weather like? And it tells me the weather in degrees. Um, mm. and if you look at the weather on your phone, you get like a seven day forecast, but I don't want to sit there while my, um, Amazon cylinder friend explains the seven day forecast to me. Right, right. Um, and there's this nice, like with the screen, you get this array of information and you know where to look for the information that you are looking for and you're able to like intake all of that very quickly. Um, and to have something explain information to you out loud, it's very like linear. I can't jump around um in that you know i have to just receive it in the order that it is played audibly to mm-hmm. me you know mm-hmm. so um i can see why having a screen accompaniment is useful and might might make uh people use it more so yeah that makes sense to me what are your hot takes <laughs> yeah but by the time this comes out there's going to be there's going to be so many hot takes out there but i enjoy my tube friend so much like, like she is, she is a part of my daily life. I would say that she's a part of my family because I'm a big old weirdo. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm still holding out for for the Siri thing. I really think. I mean, Apple bought Siri, the company, and and we're gonna get into that later. Like, I know that people aren't super excited about Siri these days, but I I think that like Apple is going to come out and just blow everybody out of the water. And and the, the, that's the thing too, like. I um, also have used a Google Home, but I don't really know why Google is selling me a home. Like I, I'm, I'm just their advertisement, really, and that scares me. Whereas, mm. whereas uh, my my tube friend, like I know that the purpose is for Amazon to get me to buy things, but I I know that's what it's for. You know what I mean? And it makes me more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It seems like less nefarious because you already know. <laughs> Yeah, I know that I I know that my tube friend is going to try to sell me things, which is fine. Whereas uh my Siri friend, hopefully, it's going to maybe try to get me to buy Apple things, but also like Apple's always been we want you to buy our hardware and buy our services and we're not like 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 that's what we're They're not trying to sell you other things. Yeah, we're we're maybe going to try to sell you Beats or something. <laughs> Like woo, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, get get on that uh, Apple Music to watch Planet of the Apps in car karaoke. 
I think that's all the time we have today. Woo. Wow, that went by fast. It sure did. Uh, hey, we should talk about robots more. <laughs> I, I think we should. You know what? We will be talking about robots more in two weeks. Yeah, we're on a bi-weekly episode schedule now. Um, oh. say, wait, wait, wait. Say fortnightly. Wait. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, we are now on a fortnightly episode schedule. We will be releasing episodes fortnightly. Uh, <laughs> so that means that Is the it? next one will hit you in two weeks. <laughs> Sorry. That seems like it, that's not a word that you've used often. Fortnightly. It's lots almost of, as if I just told you you had to say that word. <laughs> lots of syllables in there. Uh, it's got a good mouthfeel, though, so mm, I'm going to get mm. used to it. Love that mouthfeel. It's new. It's new right now, but, you know. And what what's not new, actually, is this show. We This is kind of the second iteration, uh, the reboot, if you will, of Roboism. V2. Yeah. So this is Roboism 2.0. And if you are interested at all in basically... Uh, an experimental show that Savannah and I made that, that was the beginning of our friendship, you can find it at archive.roboism.fm. Yeah, we'll leave it up there for you to peruse. It's a little rough, but now we're honing our skills and we're going to have a lot more hot, fresh content. For No, let's just no, do no. it. We're just going oh, to take that out. Uh, so I really want to thank... Hmm, who do we want to thank? Hmm. Relay? Yes. Oh, CPC and Post Loudness for getting us to where we are. Thank you. I would really, really like to thank the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for um, cooperating with us and our silly show and getting the first season or Roboism 1.0 off the ground. I would also really want to thank all of Relay FM, especially Mike Hurley, Stephen Hackett, and Frank slash Forgotten Towel <laughs> on Twitter, uh, who helped make Savannah's original artwork and design into the gorgeous artwork that hopefully you're looking at right now. Yeah, thank you so much for including us into your Relay family. Um, we're like really excited to be on this network. All right, this has been the first episode of Roboism on Relay FM. You can find us on Twitter... You can find us on Twitterism. <laughs> Twitterism, sorry. Twitterisms. You can find us on Twitter at RoboismFM, and you can find me at, at Alex Cox. And I'm at Savannah Million. And if you want to find all of our show notes, please visit Roboism.fm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll we'll see you in two weeks in a fortnight. Once again, I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million. And this has been Roboism. Thank, Thank you, you for listening.
feel my whole world crashing down I'm a bird in a bird in a robot gives me the biggest sound Optimistic. I should be optimistic. I don't know. 